Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi everybody and welcome to another exciting edition of the Friend Zone. Guy Montgomery is he's blowing out, as we would I'm say, having, yeah, in my, in yeah, my yeah, friend I'm, circle. I'm having a real rough go of it, guys. I'm actually okay, but it is raining lots here in um, Melbourne. Like if you leave the house, yeah, you're going to get wet. Um, That's how we know so, he's not from there, folks, because he doesn't pronounce it M-E-L-B-I-N, which every local does. No, Melbourne. And also, I don't dress for the weather. I've left the house twice, Tim. I'm on my third outfit. I'm actually, can I be honest with you? This is probably too intimate. I'm tucked up in bed. I'm in bed. I'm on mic. or no pants? Uh, Shorts. Shorts and a t-shirt. It is quarter past 4 p.m. where you are. That's a crazy hour to be tucked up. Oh, mate. My circadian rhythms have all gone. They've all gone topsy-turvy. I can't even talk, mate. Are you doing a show tonight? I am. I'm doing a show tonight. Fantastic. I'm going to watch some shows beforehand too. Something I love is comedy. Um, But enough about me. Tim, I want to know about you. And if you're comfortable sharing, I'd love to know about how the family is. Family's great. Everyone's well. Um, I have spent the day with... The gorgeous Remy and uh, some dogs. Dogs. Not just my dog, Rufus, but another dog also named Tui. Um, Rufus and Tui, from, from memory, these, these two are thick as thieves. They get on. This is my former housemate's dog. So Tui uh, is the same breed as Rufus. And when Tui was brand new, she, she grew up with Rufus. They're like siblings. Can I pause? Yeah. Are we recording this? Oh, no. But we are off board, so. But, yeah, that's a good shout. I'll start doing that now. Good shout. Um, if I left this thing because I forgot to edit it out, entirely possible. So, so possible. I'm tempted to say I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Guy and I have done our little backup record, but we're talking on a, a thing that lets you record in the internet, in the cloud, and I forgot to hit the button, which I have done before. Um, so, yeah, a lot of dogs, a lot of baby stuff today. Nothing frightfully interesting, Guy. A lot of, a lot of chores, a lot of housework. 
managed to nip to the park before the weather packed in. That I considered a great win. Although I did go on a streaming show today, which was a lot of fun, with uh, a legend called Clancy, who is in Portland, Oregon, who came on happening when I was doing a streaming show for a while with, um, from memory, some really good-ass Pokemon poems. Mm. Yeah. The internet's a, it's a hotbed of activity, isn't it? And it's all for the good. It's never for the bad. That's what I love about it. It's there's a lot space. of good happening out there, you know. There's a lot of people just fucking messing about, having a good time, not hurting anybody, just having a hang, having a chill with their friends. Have you had any... Um, Which we're doing now. Any any belly laughs lately, Tim? Any sort of moments in time or in life that have really tickled your pink? I have, as of mm, maybe 48 hours ago, started watching The Righteous Gemstones. What a treat. Oh, yeah. What an absolute yeah. treat. Really yes. hit the spot in terms of it. I was like, I need a TV show. I don't watch a lot of TV, but it's like, I want a show at the moment. I can like blast on, fold some washing, yeah. do some dishes, what have you. And it is just such a good show. Really enjoying friend, it. Friend of the podcast, the great Tim Boltz. Tim Boltz is, is a, on there. Yeah. Positively a scene-stealing presence on there as BJ. Yeah, it's he's a brilliant. really, really good show, actually. I only watched it's, the first season. I should it's fantastic. back in. I, I'm, so, um, I'm so stoked for Tim that he's on there. And yeah. uh, he's brilliant in it. He's very, very funny. He's They're all fun. Guy. It's like, it's, it's a really good show. Super well written. It really feels like Danny McBride fully stretching his legs, you know, creatively yeah. with the with the writing and everything. Yeah, it's fair because I I enjoyed Eastbound and Down, which was his previous sort True. of project. But I, I think this is probably that. more tonally consistent or or strong. Uh, I, I after I finish this though, I'm uh, eager to embark on Better Call Saul, and I want to try and watch it really quickly so I can catch up before the show ends, so I can watch the finale in real time. But oh, I, that's nice. It might be it might be too soon. Have you done Breaking Bad? I yeah, I did, but I only like finished it quite recently. I've not seen a single episode. People love it though. Yeah, man, best best television show ever made. Some say. People say that about every TV show. No, that one's legit, though. Like Some people say that for Game of Thrones, but they don't mean it. But people do say it for Breaking Bad and do mean it. And they friggin' well mean it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so if you could sum up your Melbourne International Comedy Festival run in six, count them off, guys, six words, what would you pick? I'm having a lot... Like so, oh, I've run out. Could have gone of fun, having a lot of fun. I know, I know. I was trying to do a gag, right but uh, my brain's still waking up. I'm having a lot of fun, Tim. It's um, it's been a pretty crazy time, to be completely honest. Very fortunate, I feel, to have um, experienced uh, and recovered from COVID nineteen before coming over here. Mm. It is the unspoken guest of the comedy festival, like people's. Runs have been, you know, they've had to pull a week of shows and stuff as people catch it throughout the the. Um, Our friend Mal Bracewell got struck. Bracewell got it. Yeah, so that has been our friend Tom Walker. Mm. Um, so really fortunate in that respect. Um, I'm enjoying doing this show. I've I've had some great fun seeing friends and having meals, and um, 
It's been, for me, overall, the whole experience has been so positive, so life-affirming. Chelsea came and visited for five nights. Hell yeah, brother. Our first holiday outside of the country since um, the pandemic. And, like, I booked us a hotel for a few nights, had a really good time. Honestly, um, loving it. Having having a wonderful time. One more week. Really looking forward to coming home as well and sort of returning to some semblance of normalcy. Mm. I'm so, You know, I'm just, like, always a bit tired because you just your your body clock shifts and you're always slightly off balance with your rhythm you, you, you watch yourself out there mate well i'll tell you what relax into your bed let me read you a little bedtime story from our friend john i'm gonna uh, shut my eyes for this i'm gonna yawn too very cool so we're what we're doing folks is now a couple of people recently have joined uh the patreon and i appreciate it but I tell you what, not the thing to do at the moment because we are on Substack these days. We've moved. We've just moved house for our yeah. premium content. The new house is number one Substack Avenue, Substack, Substack land. Yeah, and the postcode is Substack.com. Mm-hmm. Twiawet.substack.com. It'll take you there to the page. So John has written to us in August of 2020. So this is a time travel Actually, this is quite weird that this one's unread. Maybe I've read it already because that's like that's it's like coming up two years old now. I like that for the friend zone. Hello, gentlists, gentlest of gentlemen, the gentle boys of the century. Quick question: How do I convince my fiance to name our first child? Zebulon. It's technically a family name from centuries past, but obviously, it's a pretty wild many. She is not big on it, but I think we can get her there. Love all your shit, John. Well, seeing as this is a two-year-old message, we are to believe that the child is presumably born, not coming from a place of hard information, more just intuition, and so really hard to know. Um, Zebulon. Whether or not there's another Zebulon in the world or you, or you went with something. I feel like the compromises often will sign off on the first name with something slightly more traditional and then you can pop Zebulon in the middle there for um, occasional use. So, don't know what to say there. <laughs> uh, maybe, you know, maybe the first one you hand it over and they're called Craig or something and then that sets you up. The second one you can say... We'll build our confidence up. We've got a head full of steam. Let's do something a bit silly. Let's have a bit of fun with it. Yeah, mean. Love that. Zebulon. It's strong. It sounds like a Framulon, which is like an indent at the end of some it's a production company ident or something at the end of a show. Shall I read this, Tim? Isn't that the little uh, bridge of skin in your penis? That's your frenulum. Oh, it's close. <laughs> yeah, I know all about that. The frenulum zone. That's right. It's that little bit of... Anyway, Frostiest Fellas, Ty and Gim, long-time listener, recent Patreon subscriber. I'm so deeply appreciative and sorry for your excruciating, relentless, headlong run down a blind hole. Your sharp wits and poor judgment have been a near-constant companion and a real joy. My journey with the pod goes season two, season one, season four, my week with cats... Do More Killionaire, and then Season 3, which I've just finished off by watching the film with the first Dircom. I want to pause this just to bookmark it, Tim. Mm. Um, bring up My Week with Cats or Andrew Lloyd Webber. 
after we've gone through this message. Okay. I want to deposit a little beat you all might have missed with the fuck boys. What incredible timing, considering that we've just spent a bit more time with them again. It comes near the... It comes near the end of the flick when Zicoli starts working in earnest on his utterly nothing track. There's a passing shot of Zephron at the beach, and there's a ship out on the water. I was immediately seized with the shocking truth that this ship is just one in a huge navy that has been waiting just offshore, threatening to invade and bombard the valley and all sushi therein. With this revelation, the film takes on a new tack. All of the incredible flailing and reaching for experience and meaning that would normally be called a bad story with almost no plot is really just a handful of youths trying to squeeze any amount of joy or distraction from the impending invasion. This would do very well to explain why approximately 2,500 throbbing youths would stand in a hot, dirty parking lot with absolutely no music waiting for some schmuck to come plug in his collapsible sword as given by the sentimental James Reed from The Feelers to then be assaulted by said schmuck just yelling nonsense into a mic. They have very little time left to live and have already, and en masse, given up. For some reason, you actually re- oh, for some reason, if you actually read this out loud to other people, say my name, you absolute monsters, Paddy from Nye, which I believe represents New York. Yeah, I'd say so. So, so this is where... We're treading back over terrain that we've we've. This is top of mind for us. Is the last thing we did together was um a little bit of we are your friends as friends. A lot so of I, we are your friends actually, uh, which you'll only know if you are um supporting us on Substack because it's a premium episode. Yeah, and you premium dickheads gave us two screenings back to back to discuss, and we I might did. Ju- I might just put that one out though because like fuck man, the people got to know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> People got to know we watched it twice. Punishment was too like too painful to just. We've got a lot of premium content coming out soon. Maybe, maybe, maybe we share that one with the world. Um, So, what is the theory here that there is an enemy naval force? I guess it's that all of all of the movie, everything that we see is not necessarily what we are supposed to pay attention to. It's not the the this. It's all just backstory, grounding, um, context for a more militaristic kind of naval film, I guess. And we're just watching people while away the last of their freedom. Does that elevate the value of the film, Tim, do you think? Yeah, it does. Um, one way to look at it is the frivolity of youth when being mm. met by the impending um, sort of unstoppable nature of death. Uh, but the other is a, a beautiful celebration of the human spirit in that when you are facing down uh, the ultimate bummer, which is a warship, uh, armada f- from an unfriendly nation, there's only one thing to do. Round up 532 hotties, bring them in the club for at least $6 a head and make sure your friend gets the 11 p.m. DJ slot. It, it is it. a side room, but still, got to make sure it's at 11. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be at 11. You've got to get someone else to warm up that crowd. Then you've got to make sure that you've got some Vine stars in the club. Sell them some drugs. Do some drugs yourself. Give too many what? drugs to Squirrel. Spoiler I... alert. Motherfucker took too many drugs. He's dead now. Yeah, but I'd sooner die at the hands of too many drugs amongst those I love the most than at the hands of a foreign armada. Mm-hmm. 
trying to initiate some sort of hostile military takeoff of takeover of the valley. Uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. It Dang was about it. cats and Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, oh all, all that to say, um, I am doing a radio, like I'm on some sort of breakfast radio show here in Melbourne the next morning and I just got tagged in the promotional materials by the radio station and you will never guess who one of the other morning guests on the breakfast radio show is. Hey. A-L-W. It's not him, though, is it? Yeah. Why? Not Why would person. he be on Australian breakfast radio? I suppose one of his musicals is probably being mounted in. Are in you serious? Or something. Deadly. Like we're in the same promotional materials. You can look at on my look at it on my Instagram right now. You know I can't what? Believe it. I am going to do that. It's fucking crazy stuff. Instagram. What, do you know the radio? Oh, Instagram. You said. Um. Do you know what radio station it is? Nova, but if you you just go to my story, you'll see it. Story? Can I do that on a computer? Oh, yeah, I can. Yeah, just click on it, yeah. Uh, Not this thingy. Not this thingy. Not this thingy. Not this thingy. Is this it? Oh, it's on Nova. Nova 100. I missed the first. I missed it. I blinked and I missed that it. That is unbelievable. You you really did blink and miss it. But mm. he's in there. Like, I'm doing it with him. So they, they contacted me. They said, have you got any talking points? And I sort of sent through a pretty boring list of stuff. And then I saw the materials. I saw Andrew Lloyd Webb was there and I messaged. I said, look, I don't it's know just... if you guys are comfortable asking me about this, but um, I've spent quite a lot of time with some of Andrew Lloyd Webb's material recently. Dude, why the fuck is and first of all, they haven't used his honorific because that guy got knighted, okay? Damn right he got knighted. You need to respect that, but they haven't put Sir. They just put Do you Andrew respect knights? Uh, not all, not universally. What do you think about um, Knight John Key? Take it off him. Where do you want to put it? Wherever. Put it in my asshole, man. Yeah, nice. Our former prime minister. It's there's something there's something pretty ludicrous about like um prime ministers getting them. It feels very self congratulatory. Yeah, well, like it's like we you know we know you did that job. You're kind of you're yeah. down in history as someone who volunteered to. You can chill. Yeah. I I really can't think of any reason why he would deserve a a knighthood myself. But that's just one man talking. And here's Services another to man. bloody uh, ponytail pulling, am I right? <laughs> okay, uh, so it's a satirical podcast just for that moment. We've got some very good, hot New Zealand political takes from 2016 to share with you all. But we're going to take a break from that to read this message from our friend. Okay, this, is, this was on uh, March 17. Okay, it's been a few months. I had, oh, okay, let me read the last message. Oh, I really don't know if this one's been read, and it is girthy. 2nd of Jan. Hope this is the right place to send messages. Apologies that it's a long one. Feel free to read my first name or call me whatever. Brackets he him and abridge this message however you like. Parentheses, anything in parentheses is not necessary for friend zone at the reader's discretion. <laughs> As you can see, everybody, I am clearly sight reading this message which has come with instructions. So here we go. Howdy do to the frostiest of fellas, Guybo and Tim Tim. Started your podcast just a couple months ago. 
a few months ago rather, after the annual return of Death Blart helped pull me out of the dark hole America's COVID situation has kicked me into. Mm. Got a new job, new lifestyle, and your public descent into madness is now an integral part of it now. So I decided to pony up and pay the boys with the sweat of my brow each month. I work as an online shopper at a big chain store, so my shift starts super early. I'm fast walking for nearly all eight to nine hours, and the holidays knock the fuck out, knock me the fuck out. But thanks to the insane journeys and wonderful friendship you two share with the world in one earbud, my shifts have been extremely bearable, if not even a little fun. Oh my goodness. I'm focusing on the Emmanuel season for now, and I cannot describe to you the mix of mania and fear that fills me. Whenever I hear a customer ask me a complex question in one ear and the loud trumpeting cry of the boner inspector or the phlegmy grumbling of Mr. Lazenby's agonized direction in the other. Oh, can I just take a moment to commend the, um, just that little run of words in that sentence. That was really satisfying. Was it phlegmy grumbling of Mr. Lazenby's agonized direction is a very beautiful bit of writing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, There's some parentheses here, but I'm choosing to read them because I, Refuse to read ahead. I am almost glad for the mask I must wear in those moments as it covers what must surely be a wide, stupid grin. Not at all an appropriate answer for when the customer asks me where the beans live. Where did the beans live? So is, this person is listening to the podcast while fielding questions simultaneously. It seems crazy. It's pretty cool. It's like, it feels like reading a book and listening to a podcast at the same time. The shift I just finished was a doozy in more ways than one. In a decision I regretted almost immediately, I pulled an all-nighter straight through a New Year's Eve party into my shift this morning. In preparation, mm. I deviated from Emmanuel and went back to some of your Durcoms from Days of Yore, the Batman and Robin Deciders Club, then Season 4, Episodes 23, uh, 25 and 26, the Shikshi Shitter Uno 5-Hour Insanathon, followed finally by a random ep from later that same season. The extended play-style ramblings guided me through the store and kept my eyes awake as I began to struggle with the effects of being awake for going on 36 hours. Oh my God. Four-ish hours of sleep spread around there somewhere. Stumbling through the empty aisles like a Cesar Romero zombie, occasionally chuckling at a choice and goof and frosty goof. When I had the five-hour Durcom, though, stuff started getting weird. I had no prior knowledge of the movie's contents or story, so you guys discussing the idea of New Year's in-depth took me aback, as I had just lived it. When Rufus bit him, I dropped something on my foot and exclaimed at, and exclaimed at close to the same exact moment. When Guy began describing the mess in his former apartment from 10 years prior, I was cleaning up a stinky mess myself. And the name Guy, improvised in a moment of delirium, was my first name. Weird, wild stuff. Then, as the shift came to a close, I realized the random last step I had downloaded was 29 of season 4, entitled Arise the Frosty Boys. Your exhausted energies completely uh, matched my own, especially with Guy having woken up to watch Shikshi Shitty 1 around the same time of morning my shift had started. So, it felt like we were inhabiting the same headspace, and I really felt for you guys in a super serendipitous way. That 
is the magic of this podcast for me, boys. You all have put yourselves out there so much and for so long, and it makes the show itself inherently endearing as well as hilarious. And then I began to compose this message to you in my head, and I heard the origin of the Frosty Fellas and took it as a sign that I must send it as soon as I got home. And so now here I stand at my computer, shout out to standing desks, in my underwear, ready to collapse into bed once I hit send. Just wanted to let you know that really does money I spend on something mean as much to me as y'all's podcast does. It helped me through a rough patch and kept me going on. Happy Gregorian New Year to both of yous. Sloppy hugs and warm kisses. Andy. Bloody gorgeous, Andy. Thank you for that. And Tim, well read. Thank you. That's the first time we've come across that message, I'm confident. Fantastic. Well, you're you're going to take part two because that was from Jan the second. Screaming at us that we've read it before, but... I believe we haven't, and now I will. I will. I will take the the postscript, which says, "Okay." Well, hold on. Give us the date, guy. It's March seventeen. That represents March. You got it. All the you got it, baby. Linguses out there. Okay, it's been a few months. I had a follow up statement: cooking, lying in wait. I, oh, I had a follow up statement: cooking, lying in wait for you all to read the first message. Then in the last friend zone, one hundred forty five. Y'all literally spelled out and acronymized my God-given first name and said not to wait for further points questions, obviously a sign for me to ask away. After listening to nearly all the rest of your content available, still working at Season 3, saving it like a rare steak, my favorite format thus far has been the My Week with Cats approach. Obviously, it's not replicable back-to-back, and movies with less stimulation than Cats might be nightmarish at that pace, not to mention the economical impact My Week with Cats had due to paying for movie tickets every single time. That as well is not sustainable. Uh, but if you, the frosty fellas, are willing to clear your calendars and go nuts like one week a month or one week every two months, that amount of content could sustain you through a long stretch of uploads and you'll seem to come out of the other end of my week with cats with a comprehensive understanding of the film without a totally nauseous reaction to it. Just one listener's thoughts. Also, I know Podcast in a Tree was a hassle to produce, but it stands as some of my favorite podcasting I've heard watched to date. It is my comfort food or listen, platonic handshakes and longing <laughs> stares, which I would argue is almost a downgrade from the <laughs> sloppy hugs and wet kisses. You don't have to compare the two. Andy. I appreciate it, Andy. Very good on you, mate. Man, speaking of um, hard things to produce, uh, we'll see. we'll see if that was the bloody juice was worth the squeeze on that one. I suspect probably not. What a wait. Wow. That's um, an exciting prospect. I'm though. keen to do a, another um, uh, podcast in a tree style thing um, mm. when we get a little window to pull something funky off. I think we should too. Yeah. It was good. It was good fun. It was fun. It was an enjoyable product. It was a relaxing thing to listen to. We'd also earned the right to broadcast ourselves enjoying ourselves. Yeah. And it had video. It had a video component. That's why it was so hard and took so long. And video It's the whole point. You do these hard things um, so that you learn how to do them. And then the next time you do it, it's slightly less difficult. Hmm. This is from Sam from the 19th of March via Patreon, which we're not on anymore. Well, we're not. We, We are, but we're not. Don't go we're clear, there. What we're doing, we're clearing out the mailbag. Yeah. 
We're going back to the old house to pick up the letters in the letterbox. We don't live there That's anymore. Right. On March 11th, 2022, the same day that Guy spent five hours watching Sex in the City 2, I defended my PhD thesis. I've been oh listening God. since my first year of grad school, and through all the PhD students who have written in over the years, I've wondered if slash what I should write to you what when I finish. This confluence of events was the final push for me to write in. I am genuinely curious if PhDs are more likely to listen to your show or if it's mostly confirmation bias. Either way, something about commitment to such a daunting long-term undertaking, risking your mental health with little financial compensation, definitely resonates with me. I'm also choosing to stay in academia. Damia, Damia, I... It is academia, right? But I've heard academia, and it sounds fun. Both work. Like macadamia. (laughs) Get rid of the end. Man, you can hear those dogs going nuts, eh? Macadamia kind of sounds like a Matt Damon-inspired nut. Macadamia. Matadamia. We're out of water, but we've only got one nut left. We must protect it. Uh. Which feels analogous to your brave continuation of the podcast long after your quote unquote final season. Anyway, I'm very grateful to both of you and your podcast. And I hope Guy recovers quickly from the novel coronavirus. Say my new and improved name, Dr. Kaveka. Kaveka. Dr. Kaveka. 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 Doctor, we thank you. And I agree with the. Um, the parallels you've drawn, I think we are more or less, uh, while maybe not recognized by any formal educational institution, holders of PhDs as well. Odds on us getting honorary doctorates, Guy? Or would it buy Zero. an institution that is maybe, to do it? Maybe from Happy Madison down the line. They can't issue PhDs, can they? But we could, they could like give us PGAs. We could be in the Producers Guild of America. Fuck, that'd be so sick. That'd be way be better than a PhD. Hi, boys. That's how I walk into rooms now. It felt like a a, a, a bit of Ave Maria. Ave Maria. I just altered my subscription after some issues with my card renewal. And for whatever reason, I don't seem to automatically access the Discord as I've been able to with other subscriptions. <laughs> Is there a link I could use instead, perhaps? Twiowat doesn't appear in my Discord, both the app on my phone and desktop. It's all synced up as I have access to some other Discords via Patreon. It didn't appear on my previous sub either, but thought it might have been more of a me issue, so felt I should now check. Sorry for the bother, Rory. I will be fascinated to hear if this message is in the friend zone. Bro, Sivo, here's the thing. I couldn't understand how to get the two things to talk to each other, and I kept going back for more, and other people have done it with no issue. But I just don't, I don't know Discord. I haven't really been a Discord user. I've gone back for bites of the apple on this. Didn't really work. So the Discord is is there. I don't know how active it is. Guy, you go on there, right? You jump in. I dip, I dip in and out. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a good little community, actually. Yeah, People man, it's are, a um, beautiful little, it's, I feel like, um, uh, you know, we put some fungi on a Petri dish and then fucking bailed on summer vacation and came well, back in this I, gorgeous microcosm of life is just yeah. I like to. I, I've been less active recently because I've been uh, distracted with my own selfish life. But um, 
I like to pop in and everyone's really friendly and it's like a really positive and vibrant little community where um, if you want to sort of pour over whatever the, you know, horse shit we've recently released is, it's got people on there. I'll, I'll, it's, it's, on, it's on the list, folks, um, to figure that that little sitch out better. Um, I think it would be a good thing, Guy, for us to more regularly, we should jump in there at a regular time and have a little Yeah, a little I mean, like, that's the thing. If you ever... If, if you're ever at a loose end, Tim, mm. if you just stop by there and you say, what's up? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's better to schedule one so that people know. But, like, there's always someone lurking around. It's like, um, it feels like the early days of the internet discord where it's like you're, you're stopping by in a chat room and it's, it's a so of minded people. It's a really positive experience. Lads, I got a bit overexcited. Well, yeah, so I what I need to figure out, I guess, is that um, I need to figure out... Uh, how to like get the link to everybody because there's the links expire or something. So I've got to make like a permanent link and then put that somewhere for everyone. Anyway, uh, look, this is another uh, message that's a bit technical in nature, guys. So I'm not going to read it out. It's just someone okay. who needs um, some technical sorting out. Assistant. So we don't need to put that on the friend zone. And then I think maybe we've got, it says we've got three messages, but I can only see one left in the inbox here. All three from this person. Mm, two of them are. Do you want to read this? Yep. Dear Tim and Guy, I've been listening since the single digit episodes of season one. It's been a wonderful journey and I've truly enjoyed everything you've done. We're not dead. Season, Can I season say that? one. We're still here. It was a wild ride. Having heard nothing like it before, it was truly unique and hilarious. The Shining Light, the Mystery Tour, Paddy Schwartz Party Time were all amazing bits. I love season two, doing another sequel, but it's super long. We heard you lose your minds over and over. It got really dark and really weird, and I was here for all of it. Also, Five Hour Energy is legitimately one of my favorite episodes. Was this the season where you both did American accents through an entire episode? Yes. That was another favorite. Southern. That's right. Season three was different. A shorter non-sequel picked at random movie. I think this season proved the format worked no matter what movie you chose. Zakoli, the MacBook Pro box, James Reed from the Fearless, etc. All good stuff. Tim, when you sprung the fourth consecutive watch on an unsuspecting guy, it was probably my favorite moment in your entire oeuvre of podcasting. Same. I think it's the funniest thing I've ever experienced. I'm there with you. I'm there with you, letter writer. That was really good. Really good for me. <laughs> I was so happy when you returned with season four, doing 52 watches of Sex in the City, the movie, and half the time sounded crazy, and it was, but it gave me a lot of laughs. I've also enjoyed season five and your other experiments, podcast in a tree, do little, my week with cats, the emergency season. It's all been great. I love the friend zone episodes because it's like we're just hanging out. I hope this doesn't sound weird. You're looking for ideas, and you probably aren't. I really feel like you fellas need to consume the original Sex and the City show. Maybe just review a season instead of an episode, and you could do it weekly. I think it'll be interesting for you to go back to the original source material after seeing what it's become. Guy, did you ever do the two, those two back-to-back watches of Sex and the City 2? If you haven't, I think if you did a solo director's commentary while doing it, it would be hilarious. 
Anyways, when I started listening, I was fresh out of college, working as a bouncer and hating it. Now I'm a special education teacher and loving it. I've gone through shitty times, getting my master's degree, marrying my wife and adopting two dogs. And it feels like you boys have been there through all of it. So thank you. I appreciate it. Now, if you don't mind, please say my name like I'm late for dinner. Well, well, well. If Mr. Benjamin Mark Adams hasn't decided to join us. And what were you so busy doing that you couldn't be here 15 minutes ago? He was transitioning from being a bouncer to a special education teacher and adopting two dogs. That's a great reason to be quarter of an hour late for dinner, man. Yeah, I hope you're happy because the potatoes are cold and Tim's already finished his dinner. So true. I couldn't wait. You're going to be eating savoury while everyone else is on sweet. I was hungry, Benjamin. (laughs) What is he going to do? I'm hungry, boy. There's more. Oh, here you go. P.S. The highlights of guy watching Sex and City 2 twice is an amazing listen. Yeah, I was happy with how that came out. It was funny, man. It was fucking funny watching you do that. Oh, fuck, You didn't love it. You came in with a a lot of gusto. This whole, like, this, Benjamin, I love your message, but this whole correspondence has been like (laughs) (laughs) like a very painful rekindling of some of my lowest moments. That's true. That's true. Do you feel like I am genuinely bullying you bullying you on this thing? No more than I'm genuinely bullying you. Okay, well that, that is, is the balance of an unhealthy friendship. Yeah. Um Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to, so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right, BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. Tim? Yeah. 
What's going on in your world, brother? What can okay. you tell the people about? Here's what's happening. I have made an entire roast tonight and an apple crumble from scratch. So Thank I'm going to go and eat that. With your family. I love that. I lo- I'm so happy for you. It's so wholesome. God, it's going to be such a positive experience. I want to squeeze you. I'm so excited. Yeah, but Send chi- my love to Zoe. I miss you guys. But the chicken, man. I don't know about the chicken because the chi- I, got, I, d- I put you, it in the oven before. Last time we were talking, you were talking chicken. That's what I'm saying. I don't fuck with chicken. So I've attempted to cook the absolute bejesus out of the thing in the oven. It's probably going to be a little bit dry, but I have been basting it. And uh, I just pray to God that it's not, uh, you know, uncooked in the middle. That's what we're about to find out, guy. This is my life now. Figuring wow. out how cooked the chicken is. But when you, you know come what? back, my life is going to return to normal. It'll be um, self-flagellation via cinema and uh, a lot of hijinks, I think. That's right. We got, we're actually, we, we are, this is probably off the mic, this conversation, but we're, we're still programmed in for some hijinks this week, you and I, and a special guest. Oh, hell yeah. So Just say hijinks. it. Let's announce it. It's called a tease. Yeah, Shrek the Third. We're, We're watching it. it. We're analyzing it in the company of esteemed comedian, streamer, and all-round good guy, Tom Walker. Podcaster, too, actually. I am um, fucking excited about this. I was messaging him today because he, he, we were going to do it in person. I was going to take him out for a meal before or afterwards, and then mm. he contracted the coronavirus, and I sent him a very sheepish message today. I said, Tom, I hate to ask this of a man who's down. But do you have any any interest in analyzing Shrek the Third? And Tom said, "Dude, I'm looking for stuff to do." Oh man! Hey, am I right in saying that Tom just got nominated? You are wrong in saying that. Okay, <laughs> I take it back then. <laughs> <laughs> well, he goddamn should have been. I but, um, uh, I genuinely, Tom, Tom's one of my favorite comedians in the yeah. entire world. He's he's putting on he's putting on his shows. He had to cancel a week, but his show Javelin it clashes with mine. But I've heard nothing but the most amazing things. It's on at nine p.m. this weekend in Melbourne. If you're listening to this, uh, in real time, as uh my shows, uh. I have put on one extra show. Oh, nice one, bro. All the other ones either are sold out or about to. So if you'd like to join me for that, which is in a room that is too big for me, and it does appear that everyone who wanted a ticket managed to get one. So this might just be me and a handful of... I'll fly over, <laughs> eh? Should I fly over? Uh, I'll come five, over. 5 p.m. on Saturday. But if you just punch Guy Montgomery into the Melbourne Comedy Festival website, you'll see. You'll all see. It's been uh, see. it's been great seeing you, guy, and um, you, it'll be so nice to to have you back. Uh, as you know, I've moved house recently, and we live so close together now, and yet I feel like we haven't really taken advantage of that fact yet. Not yet had the chance. We've even we've established through I think well, only one trip. You've probably got to go for like three and three weeks. But Tim and I are looking at sharing a local somewhere where the lads can just head down on a. On a on a cool evening and have a frosty cold one, the frosty fellas talking about how it is and how it should be, and then we toddle back home to our lives, and we get nagged. We get nagged. They say, "Oh, where were you down at the pub?" And we say, "Oh, come on, can't I just have a drink with my friend?" You know, and it all goes it all goes to seed from there. But there'll be a few times where it's a very exciting and lovely activity. Goodbye, I everybody, to all wish of our I friends. Ended the- 
podcast on this ludicrous note. No, I, I wish everybody the best. I, I wish everybody who is being nagged out there the best and everybody who is doing <laughs> the nagging even, even bester. Fare thee well and catch you very soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.